Hi there, my name is Lesha Bouchak, and I'm a senior reporter at MMM. I'm super excited to be part of today's sponsored podcast with Optimize RX. Here with me today is Maria Sapicchio, Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Optimize RX. Great to have you here, Maria. Hi, Alicia. Thanks for having me. We're going to chat about driving clinical engagement and patient acquisition with a next best action strategy. We'll be doing the first part of the conversation today with a part two to follow, but today we'll start with part one, every message everywhere all at once, new survey insights on what physicians really want and need from life science brands. Indeed, life science manufacturers are embracing digital strategies to better reach and engage physicians with their brand content. But how effective are their current approaches at delivering the information physicians need when they need it to feel comfortable prescribing? Optimize RX surveyed more than 120 physicians across six specialty areas and learned HCPs are actively seeking brand content across a wide variety of channels, yet are still struggling with information gaps. We'll delve into driving clinical engagement and patient acquisition and take a deep dive into new insights on when, where, and how physicians want to receive brand communications, plus some of the key takeaways for pharma and medical device marketers. So Maria, let's start at the beginning. What prompted your team to conduct this research? The questions that we asked of physicians are really the questions that our clients ask us every day when they're thinking about how to build engagement, you know, and how to best support their HCP customers. We like to keep our finger on that pulse. I mean, it's logical to think HCPs want and need information that's relevant to the patients they see every day, but we wanted to know how are they consuming it? When do they want it? What's the best use of all that omni-channel real estate that we have available to us, particularly in the absence of personal interaction these days? We ourselves are known for our our footprint in delivering messages and resources in the EHR, specifically in the clinical workflow. But this really means something very different to all of our stakeholders. To our life sciences customers, we're a digital way for them to reach their customers. But to our partners and the doctors that are using their platforms, we're a way for their doctors to get information that's highly relevant to them within the systems that they use every day. So part of why we did this is going out to survey those doctors is we really have a responsibility to those partners and to their customers, the healthcare professionals, that we're going to deliver something of value there. We work to keep tabs on what doctors want and need there. We know they're overloaded and there are definitely certain areas where they're asking for more information from life sciences. A lot of that information is complex. So it becomes really important to understand you know, how they want to receive it. We did the obligatory check on rep visits post-COVID. We found a lot of things that are similar to what you're reading pretty much everywhere. Within the pool of docs in our research, they reported a 27% decline from pre-COVID in terms of connection with sales reps on the life sciences side. Even before COVID, we knew that was decreasing. When you look at this in more detail, 
You know, the visits are getting shorter. Most of them are lasting not longer than two minutes. A lot of reps aren't getting past the reception. There's a lot more closed door policies. But at the same time, doctors need this information and engagement is critical. So we did this research really to highlight how can you do that effectively? And let's take it straight from the doctors themselves. And what were some of the key findings of the report? Was there anything that you found that surprised your team? The most surprising finding that we found here was that physicians are actively engaging with life sciences information across 10 or more channels. I think that was something that we were hoping to find, especially since we've spent a lot of time expanding our omnichannel reach. But honestly, I was worried that the number of channels would contribute to this feeling of information overload, but that really wasn't the case. I mean, doctors were ranking medical journals very highly. The company sales rep was still ranking very highly. They're still using colleagues, obviously, and information that they're getting from KOLs in the space where they're engaging with those folks on social media, They're grabbing information from the EHR, from the product website. They're relying on email. The information is really everywhere, but it's not contributing to overload. It's really thinking differently about what you put where, not overloading with a lot of the same information on the same channels, because we talked a bit about that complexity of information before. These digital channels require bite-sized information, right? It's hard to deliver complex information in bite-sized packages. But if you're looking at all of the different channels that you can be engaging on, you start to be able to build that complex story in little pieces across these channels. The important piece of that is not becoming over-reliant on a single one or two channels. This piece isn't surprising, but HCPs really aren't looking for generic brand information. They want specifics. I think the drill down on that is when you're specific and contextual, you're less likely to contribute to that overload and your material isn't viewed as marketing. It's really not also a secret that across digital channels, life sciences information is marketing, but there's a lot of vital information that physicians need to receive and that they want to receive and that they're asking for. The top things that they were asking for from our survey, patient affordability information, information about the prior authorization process, information about patient eligibility and qualification, and formulary information. That's some of the other interesting findings were found in the specialty breakouts. We did see some trends around differences in how, say, endocrinologists were seeing information versus neurologists. So for example, we asked about the burden of staying informed. Across the seven specialties that we surveyed, endocrinologists reported the highest burden of staying informed. 95% of them ranked staying on top of the changing landscape as very or extremely time-consuming. Neurologists reported the lowest burden at 69%. You'll notice that both of those burden numbers are still very high, just going back to, again, the complexity of information and, and all of the information that's coming at them. We also looked at channel preferences across 
all of the specialties. For us, the biggest takeaway was around 83% of oncologists preferring to receive information in the EHR. Obviously, that's one of our specialties, so something we were really interested in understanding. You mentioned that one of the findings was around when specific information is most relevant during the care journey. Can you talk a little bit more about that and what it implies for brands looking to drive engagement and patient acquisition? It boils down really to timing, placement, and relevance. It's a trifecta. I think that piece isn't necessarily surprising, but when you have all three of those, the information becomes valuable and it's not viewed as marketing. So what's relevant on different channels, when do physicians want to see the information that they're asking for? An example of this, 57% of physicians prefer to research clinical trial results online, and also they prefer to read on their own and learn about eligibility criteria online, right? So when you're thinking about messaging on display or endemic websites, those should be focus areas. 69% of the physicians in our survey wanted information that they can share with the patient during the patient visit. So it makes sense to deliver that type of information in the EHR. When we're thinking about how to align that digital omni-channel strategy to what the physician is doing, we break it down into three buckets. And we asked about those three stages of the care journey. We asked about what did physicians want to see pre-visit when they're reviewing charts. We asked them about what they want to see during the visit itself. We asked them what they wanted to see after the visit when patients are actually trying to get access to the medication that they've prescribed pre-visit that's when they're doing a lot of research so that's when it heads back up to looking at clinical results the channels that they prefer to use their display website social journals they're actually using email a lot during that time going back and looking at sales rep communications there and then of course events and during the visit, it really is about the EHR and the product website itself. They go to the product website to talk to the patients about the product. When you're thinking about the marketing there, it's copay card information, you know, it's adherence programs, it's that patient support. And then when you're looking at post-visit, the website still becomes very important because Doctors are post-visit looking for distribution information. They're looking for access pathways. They utilize the EHR a lot during that time as well. And then email was another big one that came up for post-visit. The takeaway on this for brands is that it's not really enough to just send information. What makes it valuable is delivering it when it's relevant to the doctor and to the patient. So it really demonstrates why these omnichannel and integrated programs are driving the strongest results, where we see those really getting the highest engagement, where we see them making impact to patients getting onto therapy. As brands are able to leverage those specific channels to deliver specific content in those specific moments, that's obviously when they're going to win. We also relate that to the idea of personalization. That's going to be different, right, for every doctor and doctors with specific patient populations. They don't want to feel spammed. That came out loud and clear in the survey. Pretty much every one of them reacted very negatively to the thought of generic 
messages that they were getting. For them, it was really important for it to feel organic. Your research also highlighted several elements that when life science brands do them well, result in positive engagement. What qualities did physicians identify that would be helpful for brand marketers? The information that physicians find most helpful coming from life sciences organizations is really providing clear guidance on prior authorizations and other market access pathways. Obviously, this is a big stumbling block for many patients. And so really across the board, all of our specialists were asking for that with PAs sort of coming in at the top. They also are looking for more timely and relevant information on newly launched products. And lastly, they're looking for clinical data to be shared in a clear and concise way. I think that what we did see a bit of feedback on was that this was the complex data that they were looking for, and they were seeing that as a place where there were a lot of gaps, um, and so that they were looking for more bite-sized information around that. You've mentioned omni-channel strategies a few times now, and we've been hearing a lot about them in the industry. Do you think most brands have made the shift to omni-channel approaches, and what are the challenges? I think that all brands are trying to make the shift right now from what we can see in terms of trending with the agencies that we're working with and even the direct brands. What we're seeing most often is there's still a pretty big gap between the strategy and the approach everybody wants to align around and then the execution We're seeing a lot of variation in the way that people are planning omni-channel approaches in terms of being able to fluidly move between the plan and the insights that are coming in and then actually making a placement or deployment. It's really critical to get the right mix of channels, more smart targeting. I know we're going to talk a lot about next best action on our next segment here, but really thinking about all of the level of data points um, that you have at your disposal to make these decisions between channels and to try to address physician engagement preferences. It's just so much information and there's a lot of insight about it that you really need something like an AI to navigate that and unlock the ability to fluidly move between channels and incorporate physician engagement data over the life of the campaign back in to continue dynamically buying that media or dynamically you know, placing that media. If science brands could take away one or two key findings from the research, what would those be? It's not just about the generic or promotional placement. It's really about immersive strategies that surround physicians with relevant content. You want them to encounter that content on the channels where they're naturally engaging across the care journey, that the information that they're receiving has to be relevant to their population, has to be relevant to their specific patients. This is what makes it clinically relevant, and it tips the scales from it being generic marketing to being valuable engagement. And then lastly, just to be aware of an over-reliance on a single channel, delivering against HCP and patient acquisition goals, because it really takes a balanced approach to deliver those goals. Now, as we wrap up, Maria, I want to make sure that life science marketers can access the full survey results if they're interested in learning more. Where can they find them? 
They can visit our website and the full report is available in the research and reports in our resources section. Well, thank you so much, Maria. This discussion really helps enlighten some of the key ways to drive clinical engagement and patient acquisition. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Maria Sipicchio, Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Optimize Rx. Thanks so much, Maria, for being a part of it. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to be here. And it was a terrific conversation. Many thanks for listening and come back soon for another one. This is Lesha Bouchak for the MMM podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.